welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with listeners just like you all across America. Our goal is to help educate and motivate our audience with these inspirational business stories. All of our guests are people who are absolutely getting it done in West Virginia business, and I'm convinced we can all learn from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to learn about Jeremy Harris and his company, IT Mindshare. Jeremy, are you ready to get down to business? I'm ready, Jim. All right, man. I'm so glad to have you on our podcast to share your story. Jeremy Harris is CEO of IT Mindshare. Of course, they're located in Morgantown, West Virginia. Jeremy was just named the SBA West Virginia Biz, uh, West Virginia's Veteran-Owned Small Business of the Year by the U.S. Small Business Administration. That is a great honor, and uh, I think we'll be able to touch on that here in the, in the episode. IT Mindshare was started as a technology consulting firm and has grown into one of the most trusted and recognized technology firms in West Virginia and surrounding states. IT Mindshare provides technology service and support for commercial, government, and nonprofit organizations by providing ethical, innovative, and reliable solutions to help their clients grow and be successful. Jeremy's a decorated veteran of war serving our country in Afghanistan. For his efforts, he was awarded the Joint Service Commendation Medal in 2003 and 2004. Jeremy was honorably discharged from the military in 2005 and began to pursue his technology career. A little side note, a good friend of mine, Brett Simpson, who's the CEO of Operation Welcome Home, describes Jeremy Harris in this way. Jeremy is a leader, a self-starter, and always makes good on his word. He and the team at IT Mindshare clearly epitomize a veteran-owned and friendly small business who provides nothing less than top-notch service and support to their customers while giving back whenever possible. I invited Jeremy onto the show today to talk about his company and share his story and give our audience some valuable insight into his business here in West Virginia. Jeremy, first of all, thank you for your service to our country. I really appreciate it, and I'm sure our audience does too. Take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Yeah, Jim, thanks for the kind words, and uh, thanks for having me on the show as well. This is really cool. Sure. Um, I appreciate uh, all the nice things you said. IT Mindshare is a better-known company. We, we specialize in IT services, uh, strong background in security. And really, this kind of all started uh, coming out of the military. Uh, I was in the D.C. area, met my wife. She's from Morgantown, Kelly Harris, Kelly Wilson's her maiden name. And we were uh, kind of climbing the corporate ladder over there. And I had a lot of enterprise experience in the IT world, coming out of the military, moving up into director and manager positions. And just kind of wanted to get to a place we could call home. Uh, D.C. wasn't really it for me or for her. And wanted to take this uh, enterprise-level experience. And what I mean by that is just we'd, we'd worked at some really large companies, um, Lockheed yeah. Martin and BAE mm-hmm. and some of the government agencies, and learned a lot about how to run a, 
a proper IT department. So I thought, let's go to West Virginia. Um, we, we feel like this is home, and we can come here and and take what we've learned and kind of be able to help people out. So mm-hmm. over the years, it started out. I mean, the funny story I say is, you know, I'd come here and I'd talk about consulting and and how IT Mindshare uh, this at the time it was just me and all the great things we could do to, to help you be more efficient and, and more productive and, and solve tough problems. And, and people would say, that, that's great. Um, but my printer's broke. So <laughs> we took that on the way out, you know, so I realized that, okay, maybe, maybe we need to focus on some of these core IT services. And yeah. uh, that's what we did. We started hiring people, um, spent a ton of time on our, our culture and uh, making sure that we treat our people awesome, making sure we treat our clients great. And uh, not just something we say, it's something we really do. We, we call it the IT Mindshare ways, just kind of always making sure we're, we're looking to do things right and mm. uh, taking care of people. So we've got about 13 employees now, been in business almost seven years, and uh, just really happy. I mean, things have, have gone well. Our, our core services are IT services, so anything where it comes to support or configuration, installation. Uh, we have a strong focus on uh, medical field yeah. and uh, really ingrained in the security and uh, HIPAA services and things like that to help our clients out. Awesome. We yep. have a phone company. Uh, we do some web and graphic design and we do some data cabling. So we do a little bit of everything in the technology field and uh, that's that's uh, IT Mindshare in a nutshell. Yeah. So Jeremy, thanks for, for, for that uh, that information and that backstory. But, you know, I, I'm curious, and I don't know this. How how did you get into this line of work? Was it through the military? That is that what got you into this? Uh, you know, with IT and and support and everything. Yeah. So uh, interesting question. Um, really, what it started out with, I wanted to be an electrician, and I was going to college, hmm. and I was a double major in physics and engineering, and really just kind of got tired of the math. Honestly, <laughs> it was a little overwhelming, and. I realized back then there's this thing called hacking, which is still around today. <laughs> yeah. And I was fascinated that I could tap, tap on a keyboard, a couple little keystrokes, and make uh, you know a printer print thousands of miles away or something. Mm. And realized that before I get myself into trouble, I probably should uh, maybe join the military and try to hone in on these skills and use them for good. Yeah. That's really kind of where it started. I did uh, mostly electronic warfare and signals intelligence when I was in the military. And when I got out, I had a choice to either continue down the intelligence path or kind of break and and go down this IT route. And really my, my main deciding factor at that time was I knew that if I stayed in Intel, I was probably going to stay in D.C. Yeah. I'm from Texas. Uh, I grew up in a town of 200 people, so D.C. wasn't exactly my thing. Yeah. Um, and so I went into IT. I, I finished up my degree and uh, started, started out uh, as a systems engineer for a government contractor, which is just racking and stacking equipment and just slowly moved my way up into management and into – uh, more of a leadership position. Very cool. Very cool. So, all that to say, you know, boil it down to your thirty-second elevator pitch. What do you think? You know, what 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 is it that you say? What is it that you tell people that IT Mindshare is and does? Yeah, I tell people that IT Mindshare is an IT and security services company. Our goal is to provide services to business, government entities, and nonprofits. We base everything on trust. And we can handle anything from your low-level help desk work all the way up to your most senior network and server specialist. And we can layer on as many security services as we need to. The goal is to take care of the client, do it with trust, and do it the right way. That's awesome. Yeah, and even getting your printer fixed. Yeah, you can get your printer <laughs> fixed along the way, too. Yeah, we'll throw that in there. <laughs> oh, that's great. 
Jeremy, what would you say is the thing that you know that get you know, gets you fired up right now? What's the thing you're most excited about for your company right now? Yeah, I think what's really cool right now. Um, there's really two things, and they're sort of fueling each other. But we're we're back into a, a good period of growth. We took you know a lot of 2018 and really solidified a lot of our internal processes. We we kind of got big fast, I guess, or you know, big's a relative term, but we got bigger than I thought we would get uh, quickly, mm-hmm. and didn't really have the processes and procedures in place to make sure that that was a sustainable growth pattern. So we took 2018, a lot of internal processes to make sure that we can continue to provide consistent results and then parlaying that into the security services. So currently our company, um, voluntarily, we decided to become HIPAA compliant. We'll be one of the only, if not the only, IT services firm in the state and maybe even in the surrounding states that's actually uh, HIPAA certified. Hmm. We're doing this through a third-party agency, and then we're able to offer some really interesting uh, insight into our medical clients on how that process works. You know, we've gone through it or we will have gone through it and we'll be able to help guide them through it, demystify it a little bit, you know, not make it quite so scary and just educate people on what it is and how we can help them. So we, we call it, um, you know, shared business objectives. When we, when we do something for someone, we don't want to just walk in do work that they don't really want or don't really need done and, and, you know, collect a check and leave. We really want the person to excitedly bring us in and, and be happy when they get that, you know, check, you know, over to us because they know that that signifies accomplishment of a goal that they mm. have. So that's really what we focus on is a shared business objective and currently in the security and the HIPAA space. That's awesome, man. What's the geographic area that you guys cover? I mean, obviously we talked about West Virginia, surrounding states. Can you speak to that a little bit so we get a better idea of the, the people that you are serving? Certainly, yeah. So we're in Morgantown, and so it's easy for us to service the what they call it the North Central West Virginia region, which is mm-hmm. kind of, I think it's like you know Bridgeport or Clarksburg North. Um, and we certainly do a lot of work in this area. We have clients that stretch as far, uh, always, uh, almost all the way to D.C. So mm-hmm. we've we've got clients in Hagerstown and Frederick, Cumberland, Maryland. Uh, we have clients down in the Charleston and Huntington area. If you start going south. We've done some work uh, in other parts of Virginia, in the Leesburg area, in Wise, Virginia. And then, of course, Uniontown is close. Um, we've got some work up in, in the Pittsburgh area. So we we've sort of start to slowly uh, expand out with our core services being, you know, people that we can get to easily. But certainly a, a, a large majority of our work is remote, and we certainly have no problem helping out clients that are outside of our normal footprint. Yeah, that's awesome. Jeremy, what would, what would you say is the best thing about being in business in West Virginia? I think the best thing about being in business in West Virginia is, I would call it the humility of the businesses and the people that we interact with in West Virginia. And what I mean by that is our field, we understand that everyone doesn't understand what we do. And so you got to build a trust relationship. And it's easy to build trust with someone when the guard is down and, and they understand that they don't really maybe understand this, this um, kind of complex IT and security field. And so it makes it very easy for us to come in and make recommendations with their best interest in mind. And we find that people are just humble here, that they are willing to take recommendations, that, that they, they're not going to try to necessarily debate or fight you yeah. on what your expertise is. Now, they may want to get multiple 
um, opinions or quotes, and that's certainly understandable. But that's been that's been the best part is people are just kind of willing to accept that they they do need to make some changes, and it's been great for us because we don't have to spend as much time building that trust because we mm. more time actually getting work done. Yeah, yep, that's awesome, man. Thanks for sharing that. Jeremy, obviously our, our podcast is called Positively West Virginia, but one question I love to ask each guest that we have on is about that worst business moment, okay? And it's not to, you know, to uh, humiliate anybody or anything like that, but I think there's so much that can be learned, so much can be gleaned from those, those moments we've all gone through as a business owner, as a CEO, as a president of a company. Take us to take us back to that worst experience you've had so far in the seven or eight years you've been in business, and kind of you know give us the background on that, and kind of you know I'm going to ask you to, to 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 give us your takeaway from that moment, but take us to that place. Yeah. Okay. I'll unlock this place that I've tried to put away. Right? So all, the, all the bad memories, and, and I listen to your podcast. You do a great job. Oh, it's. Uh, I think a lot of times people will you know, we're fortunate enough to receive an award or we get some recognition and people just want to hear all the great stuff. And yeah. I know when you're up and coming, like we're still feel like we're up and coming. Sure. You just feel like no one's ever making mistakes, man. Mm. Like we're, we're, we must not be very good because we're struggling with all these things. And, <laughs> and honestly, like th- there's a lot of them, you know, people may not really want to admit that. But oh, there's a yeah. lot of things where we've just gotten uh, really uh, just had some terrible times. Um, and a lot of it's just not understanding business. Uh, so I would say there's been a couple, you know, having really key people resign uh, uh-huh. is, is definitely, you know, where your, your just heart stops. But um, if I go back to one, I, I call it like the, the, the make or break moment. We, yeah. We'd spun up a VoIP company. So we're offering these voice services. And it's very expensive. So we provide all the hardware on the front end. So we're taking on a lot of debt. And uh, our, our debt's getting pretty high. We didn't really, you know, if, if you know me much, I'm I'm more like shoot, ready, aim kind of person. So <laughs> yeah. we didn't exactly have everything mapped out, and and we exceeded our line of credit pretty quickly. And so I thought, well, no big deal. Let's get another one. Well, we were denied a line of credit, and that was unfortunate because we had a lot of equipment that we needed to purchase, and, and a lot of things were going on, a lot of projects that were kind of waiting, and our AR was getting high, mm-hmm. and we just weren't minding our business. I mean, as silly as it sounds to say out loud, like I just wouldn't even look at profit and loss statements mm-hmm. at the end of the month because I just assumed they weren't good. It was so, you know, so dumb looking back. But I remember being—I was down in Texas visiting uh, my mom and dad down there, and uh, I remember being outside and getting a phone call from a friend of mine that said, "Look, I think we can help you out. I'll send my accountant down, and maybe just give you some advice on, you know, probably what you need to do to try to put this on a better path so it's yeah. sustainable." Yeah. And he said, "But the first thing we're gonna do is I'm just gonna, just as a friend, I'm just gonna." have a look and, and see what your outgo is and your income Yeah, and just tell you if your business is even viable. And if it's not viable, I think you should shut it down and mm. stop getting into debt. And I remember thinking, man, we're growing. I, I just hired more people. This and, and, the, and just this sinking feeling of like, maybe I actually have done something here that, that isn't viable, that isn't actually sustainable, mm. that's mm. going to cause me bankruptcy. And wow. it really struck a nerve. I mean, I'll never forget where I was. I'll never forget the conversation. Uh, yeah. It's been about four, uh, three, four years ago. So yeah. luckily we're, we're still here, you know, so, so viable and doing really well. Yes, sir. Uh, but that, that moment I'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah. So what, you know, like I said, you know, take us to that, that takeaway that you give, you know, what's, what's the one takeaway that you had from that experience then, if you could sum that up. 
Yeah, I think the the biggest takeaway when I go back and think about that is you've got to manage your money. Yeah. It's like such a simple thing. And everyone tells you cash is king yeah. and all these kind of things. But until you go through something like that, you've got to really understand that uh-huh. you, you have to understand why you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> and and uh, if, you're, if you're selling services, but you're not really looking at like net profit or you're not looking at is a service a valuable service uh-huh. or – However, you're structuring. So every, it, it's caused us now, like we, you know, like we rolled out these new security services, but it's months of preparation mm-hmm. and uh, trial and error. And we do test mm-hmm. cases and we have test clients. And it, it's caused us to be so much more mature now mm-hmm. when we actually roll out a new product or service to make sure that this thing isn't going to, you know, bankrupt us. You know, we want to have as much assurance as we possibly can. So uh, we, we have weekly uh, finance meetings now, mm. and we have monthly review meetings. That's awesome. So yep. really just managing your money. It's unfortunate, and all people don't like to talk about money, but no. at the end of the day, it, you know, you've got to be in a position where you're financially strong so you can take care of your employees and your clients. Man, that is such a powerful message that you just dropped right there. That was that was awesome. And, you know, the thing is, like you were talking a minute ago about your process, taking 2018 to really fine-tune your process. That That's what you're talking about, right? And, and I love that because, you know, when you – it doesn't matter what company you're in. If you're selling products, services, whatever – if it's a one-person company or if it's a you know thousand-person shop, you know we 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 create these companies. We want to have employees. We want to provide. We want to be leaders. We want to make our communities better. But just like you said, that P and L says it all, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're going to yeah. be here tomorrow, and and I just love the way you um, you learned that lesson. I mean, it was you had to go through that moment. It was a game changer for you, and I appreciate you sharing that experience. Thank you. Jeremy, I want to take just a second to uh, mention some of our incredible sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia, and they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations and companies that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today, once again, is Jeremy Harris. He is the CEO of IT Mindshare in Morgantown, West Virginia. Jeremy, let's get back to it. What is the vision that you have for IT Mindshare uh, long term? What do you, how do you see that shaping up? What's, what's that vision look like? Yeah, it's something we actually talk about here often. I mean, our goal is to continue to grow and, and we call it positive, sustainable growth. So. Yeah. We're looking at, you know, we constantly look at, does it make sense to open a new office to serve these clients? Uh, I think for us long-term, what we just want to continue to be known as is trusted, respected experts in our field, especially in technology and security. Those are areas where we we really excel. I mean, for us, our goal is to continue to expand security services. We understand that they're different. I mean, HIPAA is only one type of, you know, agency or audit, I guess you would say. um, a governance organization, but we want to make sure that there's that we, people have a way to get their shared business objectives accomplished. Hmm. So for us, we, we've looked at strategic areas for growth. We think it's probably going to be uh, at least one more office inside the state of West Virginia and then uh, one more up in the Pennsylvania area. And uh, we're just excited to continue to map that out and see what makes the most sense as we expand into those areas. Yeah, that's great. How do you, uh, you know, we talk about customers and your market area. How do you attract new customers? 
so one of the areas you know, that's uh, really done well for us is an organization called BNI, which mm. is a yeah. networking organization that joined it when I first moved to Morgantown. I didn't know anybody. And uh, it was great. Yeah, I met a lot of great people, and uh, those people knew other great people. And uh, fortunately for us, you know, you know, I've always said, too, that no one's out there really shopping for what we have, but everyone needs it. Yeah. You know, so our traditional methods maybe of marketing don't quite work, like if we're selling a, a, a product or a widget. Mm-hmm. However, being able to continue to get out there and meet people. So we try to stay really active. Uh, we're active in, in that networking group. We're in at least... Uh, one chamber of commerce will probably be in, in a couple more here soon, and then uh, we try to stay active in the SBA. Our goal is just to continue to be out in front of people and and just meeting them and let them know that hey, we're here. You know, we, we are we're here. We can take care of you, and uh, we have the experience and the expertise to do that. So that's yeah, our goal. On that's great. Bringing new clients, and and honestly, a lot of them come from referrals. From referrals, our, yeah. Our clients, which is, there is no better client to us than a referral from a current client it's just it's the greatest compliment absolutely and and bni is the world's largest and best referral networking group in the in in the universe really right yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> dr ivan meisner man i'm a bni bni member for the last eight years myself so i, I okay, definitely yeah, agree with you on that for sure uh, y- you know jeremy i wanted to ask you you know because you talked about the sbi not sba and i wanted to to ask you about you know what it was like to be recognized as the west virginia sba uh, veteran-owned business of the year for for 2018. That just came out in in here in March of 2019. That that award was recognizing you and the, your accomplishments. Can you talk a little bit about uh, what it meant to you know, for you and your company to be recognized in that manner? Yeah, absolutely, Jim. It was cool. I mean, really to sum it up, you know, to sum it up quickly. But yeah. for us, it was just a neat award. SBA is such a cool organization. Yeah. I didn't know much about them. Yeah. Uh, really, we had had them uh, backing a line of credit at one point. I thought they were some type of lending institution. You know, it wasn't <laughs> until I really yeah. got to yeah. know them better that, man, they really are great advocates for small business. Yeah. And they do a lot, especially in the government contracting space, mm-hmm. to make sure that small businesses have a chance mm. and that our voices are heard. And they really are are great. Um, we were nominated for the award, a couple different individuals. And from there, you start to kind of tell your story. They have some guidelines they want you to, to tell um, your growth, and and not just in terms of dollars, but in terms of employees and square footage and clients and, mm-hmm. and just what you're doing. They want to hear about your company culture. They they want to make sure that you're going to represent the state well. And uh, I, we were nervous. I mean, it was it was uh, this kind of it was I was excited, but it was a lot of work, and I didn't really know you know how we were going to stack up. And there's some great companies in the state, yeah. so. It was just neat for us. It was kind of cool to say, all right, we set out to, to do this thing. You know, I, I never really thought we'd have, I know 13 employees doesn't sound like a lot to people. No, it's great. Yeah. Hundreds, but I never thought I'd have any. I mean, I thought it would yeah. be me and maybe have yeah. someone help me with uh, filing taxes or something. So, <laughs> so here we are, we, we have this thing. It's like going back to that dark time of, is this business viable? to, man, this is really cool. We're getting recognized as a business that creates value, not only for our services, but a valuable place to work and mm. to build a career and, and helping out the community. So it just was kind of cool. It was, it was a neat way to say, all right, cool. We, we rose from the ashes. This has been really fun. And uh, thanks for the recognition. So we're yeah. super happy for the award. That's great. I'm, I'm very proud of you and, and, and the work that you and your whole team do. And it's great. It's funny that uh, we were you're sitting there talking about, you know, rising from the ashes. I, it reminded me of, uh, of of a thought uh, 
you know anybody can start a company you could you could anybody listening to this right now within an hour you can start a company right but to build a business that over right. the long haul man that's tough that's hard work to the fact that you have 13 employees is incredible to me just listening to you talk and some of the things that you're you're doing your passion the people that you're serving the you know the lives you're changing with your employees and your leadership i mean I, I, my hat's off to you plus you know part of the the mission i have with this podcast is to encourage people to to take a chance like you did and start a company and and take a risk don't leave don't go to washington dc <laughs> don't go to right. anywhere else stay here in west virginia we have a lot of work to do and you're one of the guys that's getting it done in our state and i appreciate that yeah thanks jim yeah man so What's one piece of advice you would give, Jeremy, to young young people, the people I was just talking about, you know, entrepreneurs, people may have a vision of, hey, I can maybe start a company someday. What's one piece of advice you would give them? Oh, let's see. I mean, I would I would tell them that you're going to have to be mentally tough. And, uh, you know, I have this uh, article I read from Inc. Magazine a few years ago, and it's got a picture of a man riding a lion. Mm. And the caption is, the people in this village would say, wow, look at this guy riding a lion. Look how brave this guy is. And the man the whole time thinking, how did I get up here and how do I get off this thing if I get eaten, right? So, and there's so many times where you're just going to be going, man, I just I have this great idea. I can make this product or I can, I can make this great recipe or I know I can do it. I, I got what it takes. I've got the clients. I, I have to know how I can do it. And you're going to be hit with these these things, man, like taxes that you didn't know about or um, some regulation that you were unaware of and employee issues that they, they don't show up and they do. or they, There's all these kind of things. And, and all I can tell you is you're going to have to make a decision early on yeah. that you're going to do this. Yeah. And it's not going to be pretty and it's going to be ugly sometimes. And you have to follow a couple simple principles. And one is just never let them see you sweat, right? Mm. Like, you can't ever blink. You can't ever show to your employees or to your clients that you're struggling, that you're weak, because you're not going to be able to build that confidence. And and so for me, I just focus on trust and and, and believe in yourself. Get a strong support network around you. Mm. Make sure your your home life is in in good shape and you've got the ability to go out and do this. But it's all going to be built on trust, and you're going to have to persevere through some tough times. So it's not all going to be sunshine and, and rainbows, but there will be times it's awesome. Yeah. And uh, you just going to have to be strong through the tough times. Uh, absolutely, man. What's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success, Jeremy? Uh, so the, it, they kind of go hand in hand. Two things. Uh, I know you asked for one. Sorry, I'm going to add lip. But um, <laughs> so one is I look over a to-do list and a calendar every single day. And uh, I try to keep my to-do list realistic so I have a project list yeah. that is longer term that I know I'm not going to get to today. Mm-hmm. But there may be tasks on that project that I can get done. And then I make it every single day. And, and so I, I know at the end of the day, and I don't always get it done, but there's there's things on there that I really want to get accomplished for that day. And, and sometimes I get them done and I make the decision that, cool, that's good, or I maybe add a few more. Um, but just staying focused on, on, on accomplishing these tasks. And then how they how they kind of tie together is I actually spend some time every single day and with a focused effort on thinking and just thinking about overall what I need to get done for that day. Mm-hmm. Where are we going? What's this all about? I try to spend a good 10 or 15 minutes just thinking. I know it, it, I, I personally believe that most people that have 
you know, residual issues, we'll call them, just don't spend time thinking about life and how to get out of these situations and what they don't like about them. So I tie those two together. I spend a lot of time thinking and then I, and I task it out and, and go through it methodically. Yeah. Yep. All right. So you're an IT guy, so this is probably going to be an easy question, but what's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is this is cool. We came up. There's a lot of them, but uh, Slack. I, I don't know if you're oh, yeah. familiar with it or not. Yep. We implemented this. Oh my gosh, it's probably been three years ago or so. It was, it was a cool article I read in a magazine about a company that was just looking to m- make some cool software, and they internally made this communication software so they could talk about it. They had engineers all over mm. the country. Their software they were going after failed, um, but Slack lived on. So <laughs> kind of back to that persevere. So they, they changed gears a little bit and launched Slack. And so for us, it's great. It's not quite as, um, I don't know, disruptive as a text message. You can, you can communicate people instantaneously, and it's not as cumbersome as email. So we use it for everything. We, we talk on it all the time between sales and operations and questions. It's just, it's just the best way for us to communicate, and you never feel like you're waiting for information. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And I've never had anybody mention Slack yet. I know about it. We don't use it here, but I've, I've heard about it. That's, that's very cool. Yeah. It's free too. So I encourage people to give it a shot. I mean, we gave it a shot just to see if this would be better than 500 emails a day and it is wildly better. So if you're inundated by trying to clear your inbox <laughs> and, uh, and or text messages that you forgot to respond to somebody. I mean, that whole thing. So Slack yeah. is really cool. I, it's free. Go check it out. Yeah, man. We'll put a link in the show notes to that, their website as well. What's one book you would recommend for aspiring business people, entrepreneurs? Oh, man. I will honestly say I've read uh, countless books. Um, one of my favorites of all time, and it's probably a, you know, kind of a cop-out answer, but How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah. Still, I think, one of the best books ever written. Um it's one of those books, I think, when you read it, you go back and think, yeah, I already know that. I already yep. know that. You do, but are you focused? Are you actively doing the things that make you better at at being a likable person? Yeah. And I think that book is fantastic for anyone that's going to be – because let's face it, in business, you're always in sales to some extent. You're always dealing with people, whether it's internal or external. You have to be able to communicate effectively and and. Ideally, you hope, and we've all met some people that aren't necessarily the greatest, but you hope that if you're going to run a successful company that people actually like you. Absolutely, absolutely. Jeremy, so you know, as, as we're kind of winding down here, uh, is there anything about IT Mindshare or your company that you would, you know, we haven't talked about that you would like our listeners and our audience to, to know about your company? Um, there's a few, few little things. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't believe this is it's gone by so quick. So I, again, I appreciate you having us on here. This is great. Yeah, um, it's awesome. Yeah, some of the services we offer, we're just some of the only uh, we're one of the only companies that do it. So we have a hosted VoIP solution. I think we yeah. talked about IT and security. Yeah. We have a great phone solution that ties in multiple locations and kind of gives you more of a unified communication platform. Mm. And and again, back to our shared, shared business objectives. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we want to our sales staff. And I go into a, a meeting, I don't really know what I'm there to talk about. You may ask me to come in and talk about, let's say, phone system. Mm-hmm. But by the time we leave there, we're talking about IT or security or yeah. what we call like business, uh, business intel or business analytics. It's a new thing you're going to hear a lot about. It's been around for a few years, data science and data analytics. Yeah. And a lot of people are jumping on that buzzword bandwagon. Yep. But I can say we, we actually 
I've spent a lot of time uh, and have really good connections with folks that have PhDs in statistics and mathematics. So hmm. we understand the field really well. And when it comes into understanding people's data, a client's data, and, and be able to solve tough problems, it doesn't matter what they are. The, the problems could be something like, I don't know why our, our retention of, you know, our entry-level employees is not great. Well, let's look at the data, right? Let's let's look at it. So it's not necessarily IT related, but we're going to use math and some programming and some science to figure it out. So yeah, it's great. We really love that. Um, so if you know if people are out there wondering, is there any company out there that really can help with business intelligence, with visualization of their data, with helping them make decisions? Um, yeah, we love that stuff. We, at the end of the day, we're problem solvers, and we just have some cool tools and cool resources to solve really interesting problems. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, thanks for uh, for mentioning all that, Jeremy. What's the best way, you know, that our our audience can make contact and learn more about your company and so forth? What's the best, you know, where should they go? Yeah, uh, website is is probably one of the easiest. Where it's, it's itmindshare.com, and then we stay pretty active. So on Facebook, you can find us uh, on LinkedIn. And I even I stay on Twitter quite a bit. So we try to, you know, if you're if you're on social media, you shouldn't have too much trouble finding us. Um, yeah. And we stay on there, you know, at least weekly. We're we're on there. We have blogs on our website and uh, have some other blogs related more to the data science stuff that we're talking about. So we try to continually uh, stay active on pretty much all fronts in the digital world. Yeah, definitely. We'll have uh, links to your website and, and all your social media stuff on our uh, show notes as well. Uh, so the yeah. folks can just click and, and check that out. And yeah, and Jeremy, you know, I just I just want to thank you again uh, for being a guest on the show. Thank you for your service in our military. Um, you know, that's uh, it's just an awesome thing that you, you, you sacrificed to uh, to to give to your country in that manner we're grateful for that and just you know keep up the great work man i'm so impressed with what you're doing Uh, i've known you over the years and uh, it's an honor to have you on the show here but i just wanted to say you know thank you for everything you're doing to make west virginia a positive place yeah well jim really uh you're welcome and thank you this has been a great opportunity thanks for for thinking of having us on the show it's really cool my first yeah. podcast, so uh, I'm glad I got to do it here in West Virginia, and this is awesome. So I really appreciate what you're doing, oh. getting the word out. I've listened to several of your podcasts, and it's, yeah, it's, thank it's, you. you're doing great work. I like what you're doing there. It's really well, cool. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, folks, uh, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Jeremy Harris and his company, IT Mindshare, our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And we, of course, appreciate all of your comments and encouragements and and notes that you guys send. We really do appreciate that. And, of course, we encourage you to share these podcast stories on your social media channels as well. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia. 